Howdy, motherfuckers. So if you're listening to this, that means you click the link, which means you know that this isn't an actual numbered episode of Critical. It's special report number two. We are talking about AEW Fight Forever, and you might be asking yourselves, hold on a second. How did you handsome sons of bitches get early access to the game? Well, THQ Nordic were kind enough to send us review copies for the PlayStation 5 version of the game, and we are going to be talking about the good and the bad, and there is a lot of both. But before we get there, I'm Mongo. My co-host is the Big Dirty LB himself. And how are you this week? Good, but like somewhat nervous and stressed today because <laughs> there's a lot going on. But I'll get over it. Right, because uh, you'll you'll be hearing this potentially on Wednesday. Um, we're recording on Saturday because Ligerboos is flying out to Toronto for the Forbidden Door pay per view on Sunday, which has a pretty neat little card going on. Uh, I, I am here. <laughs> I uh, I have the next like nine days off of work, which is pretty sweet. I got I I got like a stomach bug thing kind of going on, and uh, one of the teenagers actually agreed to take my shift for the day, so it extended my little uh, vacation by one day. Which also <laughs> I had the added benefit of I got to stay up later last night, which meant I got to play more of this game, and that's nice. a good thing because this. This game plays really, really well. Um, I, I, I was describing it kind of like SmackDown Here Comes the Pain with some Aki elements, but actually, I think I like the way you described it better, which was like, it's like if the Aki that made Def Jam Vendetta made a sequel with proper wrestling moves. Is that Did I get it right on that? Yeah, because obviously when they switched over to the PS2 for Def Jam, there was a change in style and animation they did reuse some of the the same animations from um the n64 games but you know the grapples were different and and everything else was just a, was a bit different than the the original n64 games so to me it does feel more like def jam than it does the n64 with the graphical style and and just the way some of the animations look i feel i actually wholeheartedly agree with that i will say the Here Comes the Pain comparison is probably more apt when you talk about Road to Elite, and we'll get to that in mm-hmm. a moment. As I said, there's a lot of good with this game. There's some stuff I'm pretty frustrated with. And I'll get that stuff out of the way first. So anybody who wants to hear things I don't like, and there's there's bound to be people that are like, wow, one of the most obviously co-opted motherfuckers has some things he doesn't like about this game. My biggest one, and it's not even a thing that I really use, is the creation suite's pretty bare. Um, yeah. The wrestler creations... edit mode? I, I just want to get this out of the way real quick. Wrestler yeah. edit mode, from what I can tell, only allows you to edit their Road to Elite t-shirt that you see in cutscenes. But yeah, wrestler I'm, edit I'm is upset. also... Right. Wrestler Edit is also where you go to assign the alternate attires that you unlock. You just go create a preset, swap to the uh, the attire you unlocked, make sure you hit X again <laughs> to save it, and then you just hit start, and there you go. It drove me nuts, because I unlocked the Bucks and Britt Baker, and I'm like, how do I select the alternate attire for Britt Baker? What the fuck am I doing wrong? It's also a bit confusing setting the old attire, because there's no, like, accept or, like, confirm button when you choose it yeah so you're so, not even sure like if you've done it correctly or not at first when you choose it and it takes you that second screen and there's like the little right to censor symbol 
you hit X again, and that's what saves it as the attire choice. Yeah. I just wish there was something that communicated that. Um, the creator wrestler mode itself, there's not a lot. Uh, there's a handful of pre-made faces, some of which weirdly look a lot like the faces from Def Jam Fight for New York. Uh, like yeah. a couple of them, I just kind of chuckled and was like, wow. <laughs> so the whole time I've been saying this game looks like Def Jam, somebody took that shit to heart. The, the move selection in this game, and I know this is going to cause one of our friends to have a meltdown. Please don't get mad at me for saying that. There is a move in the game called the Tiger Driver, but it is the Tiger Driver 91. The actual double underhook powerbomb is nowhere to be found. Maybe it's unlockable. Uh, we were talking a bit before we started recording. You beat Road to Elite, and shit just pops up in the shop. I noticed, like, like uh, Tony Tron videos just fucking were hanging out. I had a bunch more, like, um, entrance animations that I could... That I could buy, there were like create a wrestler parts, create an arena parts. So if the shop does look a little bare to you on day one, which it shouldn't, because there's like honestly a ton of shit. Playing through Road to Elite is going to bring a lot more stuff out in the shop. Um, but there's there's a ton of moves in this game. There's a couple of F5s that look straight up like reworked versions of uh, the F5 from the old SmackDown games. And it's called diverticulitis because when Kevin Steen did that move in PWG, it was called deep sea diverticulitis instead of, and we need, we need that to be out there because there's a lot of fucking people that are WWE fans that I've noticed that think it's like a shot at Brock Lesnar, which it might be, but knowing the history of AEW and also like Excalibur is heavily involved with picking like ring attires for the action figures. They probably consulted him for some of the fucking moves, like the Tiger Driver 98. Nobody's ever called it that but him and other Fire Pro nerds. So. Because to me, that's the moneymaker. That's the kid cash move. I'm pretty sure he's. Yeah. He was the first guy stateside that I remember seeing do it. So it is what it is. It was really weird to not see the Tiger Driver in Creator Wrestler mode. Because I feel like it's been in every game since like Warzone in Creator Wrestler mode. Yeah, that, that's one that's a, a weird omission for sure. Um. I didn't yeah. go for every move on the game. It's it it should be noted too, like the moves aren't like um split up by section and as in like um two K or anything like that. You just get the whole list. Oh no. Yeah, so you, it's all it, alphabetical. Yeah, it can take forever going through every single move in the game. Yeah, the, it can it, it's a bit cumbersome. Also, I wanna note there's a bunch of New Japan finishers in the game, just called what they're called in New Japan, the GTR, the Rainmaker, Destino, uh the time bomb. Yeah, I know so as and well. Feeds, yeah. Uh, Nick Sobic apparently did an interview recently saying basically if the game gets enough support, like they have a great relationship with New Japan, they could just make New Japan guys if enough people want it. So buy this game and say you want Kazuchika Okada and Katsuyori Shibata. If we could go back to like the the creation, um, I'm sorry, like like no, that's okay. Uh, tires and faces and, and stuff for a second. So I think there's what there's like eight faces, right? Is that correct? I counted eight, yeah. Okay, so it's it's I guess what my frustration comes from too in regards to like the the creation suite. Um, when they said you wouldn't be able to like, well, people were talking about not be able to like fully edit the faces and stuff like that. I was okay with that because that's how the Aki games were. But they had so many faces that you would find one that was good enough, and then you'd you know have a tire that would work. So the problem with this game is that in its current state, with the eight faces, 
like they've got Shinsuke Nakamura's pants in the game. Like it looks like his actual pants that he wore. Like especially during like NXT, the red with like the black on the side. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I can at least try to create Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, there's only one phase that kind of works, but it doesn't even look anything like Shinsuke. It looks more like Yota uh, Suichi than it does Shinsuke. And there's really no hairstyles that are specific to Shinsuke. So it's frustrating from that point that you've got an, a tire piece, but you don't have any anything else that really works. Um, also, his entrance motion is unlockable. That yeah, his entrance, the, the Kinshasa's in, this, he's has the taunt as well. Um, and, and also, another thing I noticed is that, like, you know how in 2K you have, like, the upper body, like, armbands are separate from, like, the wrist tape and everything? Um, yep. It's the, it's the same in this game where you have the elbow pad and the wrist tape are separate, but they have his armband in the wrist tape section. So you can only choose one. You can only have wrist tape or you can have his armband. Which, I don't know why that's, that's in there. Weird. It's very strange. Um, and it's, it's like that with other wrestlers, too. For example, like, there's shoulder pads in the game, which are obviously LOD inspired. They're purple by default, but you can change them to red. But there's no like LOD style face paint um, or hairstyle. There's a mustache, but that's about it. So I think like if they're going to release these updates, or, or at least when they started this game, they should have said, okay, if we're going to put LED shoulder pads, LED, LOD shoulder pads in, then we should have the option to create the LOD, right? And they haven't done that. They only have one piece of the puzzle. So I think for anyone that's starting the game, if all these with um, any extras in regards to creation suite, like without any future DLC, that's going to be very frustrating because people are going to be like, I can't do anything right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. There's also confusing things like there's masks in the game, right? And the masks are really generic that no one's going to want to use. But I was like, okay, this is before I had seen the mask. I was like, I want to create Jushin Thunder Leg. So there's horns that you can buy from the shop. So I bought the horns. The problem is you can't have the horns on any mask in the game. So what's the point? Yeah, it, the create mode is, is not not good. No, um, and, and I mean, create also, a moveset is, is fantastic because there's a, a shit ton of moves. But also, only being edit, uh, able to edit a t-shirt on the default wrestlers in this day and age. That's Yeah. We're, like, what, nine years into that being standard in the WWE games? And I remember Brian Williams saying in the original interview with Dre41 that he did after the game was announced that, like, AEW really pushed back on the idea of editing attires. And it sounds like, it sounds like that might have won out. Um, it's disappointing because like you have the ability to give characters like a ton of presets, but the presets are like for the defaults, they end up just being like, Oh, this person's wearing a Washington DC shirt. What the fuck do I care about that? No. And and there's also like, there's like a gold dust bodysuit in the game, but you can't give it to Dustin Rhodes. I would have to create. I'm just saying, well, but, but just just seeing for for the sake of it, like there is his outfit in the game, but you can't even use it, right? Yeah, no, I I got you. I just I I wish people would forget about that gimmick. Yeah, it's just shit like that that is very confusing and frustrating. 
for a game like this in 2023 for the creation suite to be that you know limited is sort of bizarre and shocking to be honest well that goes into my the, the only other real big negative that i have is the mini games i played a couple of them they are not the super fun like party games that the videos on youtube would lead you to believe they honestly feel kind of half-baked and i said this to you i think i said this to you wednesday when we got our review codes i really wish the money time and resources that went into that went into like the creator wrestler mode right yeah um, um the mini games once you, like when you play them for the first time it's like they're okay like all right this is something different she does slugfest is probably the best one because it's just like a home run derby and that's, that's cool. the only one that i even remotely like yeah there's no like no desire to play these games these mini games again like i don't think if i had another person here playing with me they in a wrestling game i don't think they'd want to play these mini games and that was the whole point, right? It was like, this might be the entryway for somebody who's not necessarily a wrestling fan to enjoy the game. Like, you can show your friend who's not a wrestling fan. But if, if you get your friend who's not a wrestling fan to play a wrestling game, this is just, this is like 32 years almost of experience. They're probably just going to humor you and play the wrestling part of the wrestling game. Absolutely. And the mini games are not as involved for like a non fan. Like, I feel like if you're going to add those, you'd have to have like a whole Mario Party system with like coins and, you know, you're going through a board. But just playing the mini games one by one, I don't think it's really engaging for anyone no. to want to play. No. Um, yeah, the, those are like the two big negatives. There's some like weird collision detection issues, but there's also collision detection issues in wrestling games like going back years. That's not an excuse. It's just like, Sometimes you can't break up a pin. Well, that happens in 2K. That happens in fucking SmackDown. Here comes the pain. And that's like one of the best wrestling games ever. Um, I did notice there's like some weird audio sync issues with some moves. Um, I was doing the big, uh, what you call it, the fallaway slam out of the corner with Wardlow. And I mm -hmm. heard the sound of the bump as Wardlow was getting onto the like ropes. It happened every time I did the move, too. Like, that that could probably be patched. It's just, like, it's really jarring once you notice it. You can't unnotice it. And it doesn't in any way affect the actual gameplay, which is honestly really fucking good. Um, the movesets are small. You have eight grapple moves in the front. I think you have as many in the back. So it's not... They're not the movesets technically are not actually when you factor in the strikes and stuff it probably does about even out but mm -hmm. i don't want to like that's two slots of grapple moves tied up with strikes i would have rather they just opened up the square button as like another set of grapple moves and then triangle would be like your fucking your strikes and the grapple you know what i mean agree yep when you when they have got the grapple moves too like left and right should not be a single move you know, they should have their Isn't own. Isn't that slot. how it is in Fire Pro? Yeah, I'm going to say, yes, I, I haven't played Fire Pro in a while. Um, I should know this off by heart, but. I, I think I, it is because it's neutral, up, down, and then left and right is its yeah, own slot. Yeah. But I mean. The movesets are bigger in Fire Pro, though. Yeah. And, and also, I, I think, 
you know, it, it should just be a separate slot. I think it, it makes sense. I don't. That might be how the hockey you... games are too, actually. Oh, you're asking questions that I feel like I should know the answer to automatically. My brain doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I just think that they should be their own slot. I think that makes sense. It gives everyone an extra move. So, yeah, um, I will say there's like in none of the movesets do I feel like anybody's missing any of their like really key shit. Not from what I've seen. Yeah, I've played as a bunch of the characters in this game. I haven't played as everybody. I don't have the fucking play as 50 characters trophy yet. But I will say everybody plays like who they are that I've played as. Uh, Wardlow yeah. feels like you're playing as a, a big, strong dude. One of the things I love is like booking Wardlow against another big motherfucker because they have like the big motherfucker ability. So they'll just tank each other's uh, like weak strikes and shit. It's hilarious. I love it. When you play against those bigger guys, they have like a, a bluff where they like sort of they don't take any damage. It's, it's like Road Warrior Hawk. Like you keep hitting him, and he just he just stands there and looks at you. Yeah, and that's 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 pretty cool. And I love that guy. against each other, like they don't cancel each other out. It's just mutual no, no selling rules. Um, the gameplay's a lot of fun. Uh, I said it to you. I said it to to you. I think a couple of times actually. The smaller move sets suck, and I wish they were expanded. However, you also kind of don't necessarily feel how small the move sets are because of how quick everything moves. Most right. matches in this game are like two or three minutes, which is why I kind of said it leans more towards the SmackDown influence because I haven't had a lot of long matches in the old SmackDown games. Usually two or three minutes, one finisher, you're out of there. Um, and that is very much the case in a lot of matches in this game. So anybody who who thinks they're going to get this game and have 10, 15-minute matches, that's probably not happening. You're probably going to want to play Fire Pro if you want to have, like, a 10-minute match in a wrestling game that's actually, you know, like, rewarding to play. Because I've had 10-minute matches in 2K and wanted to rip my fucking hair out. Oh, darn, I said something bad about 2K. Um, I, I will say, this game feels a lot better to play than 2K. It's faster, it's more responsive. The action has a lot more weight to it. And, and that's in service to the animations. Um, a lot of the animations in this game are really impactful, and they look great. Like, Brian Cage has the exact avalanche drill claw that he did on Darby Allen, Down to, like, Darby's cell where he popped up and then, like, did the falling tree. Like, it, it looks so good. Uh, Cody's got the crossroads that he did to Kenny Omega. Somebody even lined that up, so... Remember, remember uh, when we talked about the Hangman and Brian thing? You you were talking about how you'd like to be able to see the stuff lined up. Right, people are doing it. Yeah, that's, they were that's doing it before cool. release. Did you um, notice um, there was a change in the the GTS? I think in the original yeah. footage, when he did it, the opponent would land face first. Now they land on their back. Yeah, and it's called GTS two in the move set. I also have to note this: you can pause the game and check your character's signatures and finishers. CM Punk has a signature that is not listed. Um, Interesting. He has one that's like a standing neutral, and it's the Anaconda Buster. So um, what the fuck is the side effect? It's that into the Anaconda device. Because I looked at his finishers and his signatures, and I was like, it's really weird he doesn't have the Anaconda device. Turns out he does. You yeah, just can't check it be... on the pause menu. Yeah, they said, uh, Evil Uno said in one of the, the videos that there would be hidden hidden moves. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. But why make it that obvious then? I don't know. 
It's like hiding the fucking finisher inputs in Warzone, except they still tell you how to do it in this game. Yeah. I, I don't mean to say anything in this game is like Warzone. It's not. Um, the exploding barbed wire match is a goddamn riot. It's a hoot. I had a lot I of fun. I just wish you could set your own time limit. Yeah. Well, it's also in service to like every match in the game being shorter because yeah. the the fucking boom goes off and you hit like a couple strong grapples, get your finish, and that's ball game. I have not seen the little piss ant explosion yet, though. No, every explosion I've seen was I. the big boy FMW one. You know what I'm wondering? Do you unlock that in Road to Elite? That's what I'm wondering, too, because there's like three stories that haven't unlocked for each block. And I'm wondering if there's a, an exploding Bob Wire death match in one of those where you we would have We should probably that, explain that Road to Elite a little bit. Um, so, this is technically, it takes you through a year of AEW, but this is more of like. The old SmackDown, here comes the pain, SmackDown versus Raw thing, where you're just playing through pay-per-view cycles. And since there's four in a game, you get, it's like, what, 12 matches? There's optional side quests on Dark and Rampage that I did not know how to access until, like, right before I finished the mode. Because <laughs> Punk was like, hey, you know, why don't you wrestle me in my return match on Rampage? And I was like, fuck yeah, yeah I'll hit you at the crossroads. And then, like, I went to go to TV, and I was just on Dynamite, and I was like, where the fuck's Punk? <laughs> where the fuck did Phil go? Um, playing through this mode as an actual AEW wrestler, doing any of the workouts is completely fucking pointless because you can't upgrade stats, which I think we might have already known. Yeah, you know, you know what we did because the Own Heart video showed that like you can't add like skills or anything to any of the AEW guys. So mm -hmm. really, like. You do the two go out activities where like you go sightseeing and you do like um, a press conference or like an autograph signing or whatever. And then you'll like do the quick meal or a regular meal to recharge your um, your energy and then you play a match. And also having full energy and um, high motivation gives you like a huge advantage where like you're basically two, two or three strong grapples away from a signature. Which makes like blowing through some of these stories like a breeze. I I beat one story in like a half an hour because I was Cody and I always kept my energy and motivation high. So it's like yeah, check same. this out: R running grapple, pick him up, hit the vertebraker. Oh look, I've got a signature. I can hit him with the Cody cutter and then crossroads and one two three. This does feel especially like with the go out option where you're going to see other wrestlers and stuff. This feels a lot like SmackDown Here Comes the Pain. Again, um, to go back to that comparison, this is, from everything I can tell, how you will upgrade your creative wrestlers, though. So if you're playing the game as a creative wrestler, you absolutely want to do the workouts. Otherwise, if you're playing as like an actual pre-made wrestler, they're, they're pointless. They can be a way for you to get like the selfies, the snapshots that you're going to be seeing a lot of those things. The, um, um, once this game drops, the sightseeing is really strange because you're just standing in like a, in front of like a JPEG of like whatever yeah. city with the sights. It's like you know when people create stages for 2K23. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, and they just put an image up. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it's very funny. Um, I made the joke about the uh, press conference background being a JPEG when we first saw that uh, Chris Denker video. <laughs> and, yeah. it's I, I did notice like one of the differences between um, 
I, I used the created Shinsuke Nakamura that I that I had just for one match, after, and then I lost, and then restarted Road to Elite. But I noticed that when you start with a creation, you get to choose like a personality type, which you don't get with the default roster. There's like heroic and enigma and stuff like that. Oh, that probably informs some of your character's dialogue, like when Tony Khan calls you to ask you to be in the Casino Royale. Okay, the mode starts with you getting a call to participate in the first Double or Nothing, and Tony offers you the spot in the Casino Royale, which I found out you will always be the Two of Clubs. Mm -hmm. Yep. You just, you don't get it. Yeah, you're starting the match off, sorry. Um, Certain characters like Cody... And I have a screenshot of this little post once the embargo's up. Uh, but Cody's like, you really must not know a lot about wrestling if you're putting me in a battle royal. <laughs> and then yeah. um, I'm playing through his Wardlow right now. He's like, oh, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity. And it's like, don't be a mark. I picked you for this mode. I got to be a mark. Um, the Casino Royale is incredibly difficult. It's very, very frustrating. Um, yeah, I, the only way I could it actually was on easy and even then it was it wasn't a it wasn't easy um i got very close with the shinsuke creation i was in like the last three um and then i had a how many eliminations did you have uh i think there's 20 people in total i think i had like 12 21 uh you want to know how many i had as wardlow last uh, night when that i researched I, I i had 18 <laughs> nice because I um, kept doing the fucking the spinning F five because I realized if you did three of them and just chucked the guy into the ropes, they would they would either lean against it and then that's just three strong strikes, yeah. or they would go they do the thing where they flop over the top and they hold on to the thing. You just grapple them to cause them to fall. In that way, you know what? Honestly, the Royal Rumble or I'm sorry, the uh, Casino Royale match feels a lot like the old SmackDown games in that way. Actually, yeah, I I was finally able to uh, beat it with Moxley. And I was hoping that would be the way you would unlock Paul White because you see him in story mode, you wrestle him, but he's not in the shop as an unlockable. But uh, unfortunately, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, my my two encounters with Tall Paul were in my Cody Rhodes playthrough where me and Malachi Black, because uh, when you get eliminated, and you've played way more of this than I have, um, the first Road to All Out, storyline I got was I got eliminated from the Battle Royal, so you face the guy who eliminated you, in my case it was Malachi Black. You beat him, you form a tag team, you have two matches, and um, if you win the second one, you get a tag title shot at All Out. Well, we ran up on a tag team called Sting and Tall Paul and they hoed us the fuck out. And um, I ended up fighting Malachi Black in a Falls Count Anywhere match in street gear because he stole my gear. Yeah. And I, I beat him in like 58 seconds because I was playing as Cody Rhodes and I don't know if you've heard this, but he built his kingdom. I've heard that. Yeah. And he's got adrenaline. Yeah. In his soul. Yeah. Every thought out of control. Uh, he does it all to get them off their feet. Whatever the hell that means. Um, <laughs> there was, there's a storyline where you have like a girlfriend and I was like, hit. I was just mashing X to get through the dialogue. And I, I picked Abaddon. So I was Cody Rhodes going out with Abaddon. And I did the sightseeing thing, and Aubrey Edwards kind of implies that she's going behind your back. And after one of my matches, Dustin Rhodes comes up to me. He's like, hey, leave her alone. And I was like, wow, D- Dustin's really trying to mack on his brother's girl. That's fucked up. And then um, it culminated in me fighting Dustin and Abaddon in a handicap match, which it's not even like a no mercy handicap match. She was on the apron. So I just 
I hit him with the the freaking crossroads, ran, knocked her off the apron, and pinned him one, two, three. Yeah, I had um, the same storyline. Mine was Team Elo and uh, Adam Cole. Um, and that handicap match. What's going on in AEW, bro? I don't know. (laughs) What's Um, Demi Gamora's girl? What's going on here? It's the Olympic Village. Um, yeah, it it was very easy that handicap match. There's another storyline where you try to take the company from the elite, and you have to wrestle the young bucks, and it's not one member of the team on the apron. They're both legal, which is. Oh boy! Incredibly frustrating. Oh, I bet. <laughs> There's also a death triangle storyline um, where whether you join them or not, you, you you end up actually they turn on you because you're standing at the top of the stage and you won't join them in the ring or you don't have an opportunity to. They're like, "Why are you standing up there instead of in the ring with us?" Oh yeah, well you're out. So you have to fight um, Pock in a lights out match. Problem is, every time you wrestle Pac in this match, the Lucha Brothers interfere and they don't leave. So it's basically a three-on-one handicap match. Which, um, yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah, I I had the Inner Circle storyline where they asked me if yeah. I wanted to join and I said no, and I was still part of it anyway. I ended up... I was in the middle of the power struggle between the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle, and you know what really pissed me off? I hit uh, MJF with the double underhook pile driver, and Jericho came off the top ropes of the crossbody and pinned me, mm-hmm. completely fucking me out of a victory that I earned. But at least I, I didn't know. have to work another seven months in a program with Chris fucking Jericho. That was, that was I, great. I had that that storyline twice, and the second time I was playing as Yuka. So the the uh-huh. opening match was. The opening match was different, where instead of the casino bot roll, you're in a, a fatal four way for the women's title, and I th- I really? lost it. Yeah, I lost, but then you have a match on Dynamite for the title anyway, which I won. So I completed that story, and yeah, the second one was the the uh, the inner, inner circle storyline, and I previously I had chosen yes to join them. This time I chose no, but it didn't make any difference because she does it anyway. And yeah, I had the triple threat where Yuka Sakazaki beat uh, MGF and Jericho. She's the fun way to play as. Be. She's fun Her to play theme as. Theme song rules, bro. Also, I don't know if this is if this is right for every member of the roster, but Yuka and Ikaru Shida specifically, when they grunt, it's their actual voices. Like you can tell it's them. Yeah, um, I noticed it with like Sting and Wardlow and MJF. Yeah, and a lot of people have um, audible taunts as well. So. Yuka and um, and others, it's their voice when they do a taunt, much like in, like say, All Star Pro or, or King of Coliseum. Um, I know it's Brian Cage says who better than Cage, and Sting does the the woo and the Young Bucks say like um, Super King Party. Yeah, and Kenny says uh, what bang. bang. Yeah, so there's a lot of that in there, which which really adds. I mean, there's a a bit of that in like WWE 2K. But there's a lot more, it feels like, in Fight Forever, which is much Oh, yeah, MJF's talking shit the entire match, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of him, but, like, facing him is fun just because I feel like the three or four times I was in the ring with him, I heard different shit. I, yeah, I heard some repeated lines, but I also heard, like, one or two I hadn't. It's really fun character stuff, right? Yeah, and... um. I was going to say something else about, like, the uh, the audio taunts. I noticed, like, Cody's grunts and shit kind of sounded like Cody, too, which makes a lot of sense because there was a lot of early audio capture done in, like, late 2020, early 2021. 
Yeah. And I remember the thing, like, by March of 2022, Fightful had reported that, like, all the audio had been captured. Obviously, Regals hadn't, and that dipshits all over this game. Um, some of the tutorialization pops up out of nowhere, and it kind of scared me. <laughs> like, there was yeah. something in the exploding barbed wire match where somebody popped up, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, oh, the, the ring will explode in two minutes. Like, yeah, I, I got it. I got it. The the tutorialization can be a little heavy handed. I understand it though, because there's a lot of people that are going to play this game that haven't played a game like this before, because there hasn't been a game like this in a long time. Yeah. Um. So, but, um, like, give me the ability you, to turn it off. Yeah, but like, also speaking of like audio, there's like almost every theme song in AEW history in this game. The entire AEW music library. Yeah. Mikey and Ruckus. it's insane. There's like people they have the like Mel. Album. Yeah, they have like Mel. Remember Mel? And they got like Awesome Kong, Asia Kong, Asia Kong. Sorry, um, Great Muta's theme song, Dean Malenko, Jake Roberts. Um, yeah, which uh, which sounds very close to his WF theme, which is cool. And it's it's funny oh, it's too. It's a direct ripoff. Oh yeah, absolutely. I wonder if like they had to like send royalties to people because like. They've got Nick Gage's theme song, and they've got the album cover, which is obviously a picture of Nick Gage. I wonder if, if like, they get anything for those little pictures in the game. I wonder if they get them for any, like, if they sell it on like the um, the Bandcamp page. Now that you mention yeah. that, I don't know. I uh, I was impressed. I also did not know how to add or subtract music from the jukebox until yesterday because I was like, "Why the fuck am I hearing who? I don't. It might have been like the private party theme, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear the theme song. Why am I not hearing Yuka Sakazaki's theme song? <laughs> and then I went in and I figured out how you do it. And there's a part of me that wants to be chaotic and only have her song as because oh that song rules. I saw her in Dayton, and like I had never paid a lot of attention to entrances on like. I I just it's like oh cool it's Yuka Sakazaki I did not realize her theme song actually goes I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I and I don't know if he's still with us. His brain might have might have melted. The the one that kind of surprised me because it's like not a AEW licensed theme is Maki Ito has got her theme song in the game. Yeah, and they've got they've got uh, uh, Tarzan Boy, but not Ruby Soho. That's interesting. Also, and, like they don't have Christian Cage's theme because that's a TNA theme. I guess TNA didn't give them the the rights for it. Um. Wild Thing's not in for Moxley either. It's uh, unscripted violence. Um, Orange Cassidy Orange doesn't have the Pixies song. Yeah, he doesn't have Where Is My Mind or he doesn't have Jane. He's got to... Fuck Jane. The other song was the other song's better. And I also... It's funny, you're going to Forbidden Door and recording this day before. Forbidden Door was the last time I think he used that song and I was in the building for it. But I was in the building for the last like time Orange Cassidy had a cool theme song. I just nice. wanted to note that. But everyone so else I, is... I, it's pretty much got their stuff in there. Do you notice Tall Paul has the instrumental of his theme? He doesn't have oh, the, yeah, the right. dude going, whirl. Yeah, I did notice that, actually. Because I played it, and I was like, hey, where's the world? Yeah, like, that is that is a, that's like a first ballot trucking and fucking Hall of Fame theme song. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, uh, let, let me run down the roster real quick because they were kind enough to put the the roster up in a 50 second video. Do you want me to try to do the scout? I'm not going to do it. I'm not, not going to. No, I don't know how that motherfucker breathes. Uh, we've got Abaddon, Adam Cole, Adam Page, Andrade, Anna Jay, Aubrey Edwards, Brian Cage, Dr. Britt Baker, DMT, Brody Lee, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, Christian Cage, Chuck Taylor, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Darby Allen, Dustin Rhodes, Eddie Kingston, Hikaru Shida, Jade Cargill, Jeff Hardy, John Silver, John Moxley, Jungle Boy, Kenny Omega, Chris Statlander, Lance Archer, Luchasaurus, Malachi Black, Matt Jackson, Miro, uh, MJF, Nick Jackson, Nyla Rose, Orange Cassidy, Owen Hart, Pack. Uh, Tall Paul, Penta, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ray Fenix, Ricky Starks, Riho, Ruby Soho, Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky, Sting, Ty Mello, Thunder Rosa, Trent Beretta, Wardlow, Yuka Sakazaki, and also day one, Matt Hardy's pre-order DLC. You'll see him in Road to Elite. Um, and according to the Switch Shop, FTR drop on release. Okay. So for every everybody who was mad that FTR weren't going to be in the game on launch, here you go. Apparently, um, I, I, I saw people saying the roster is really limited. That's just about everybody. Like you have to consider, they thought this game was going to be out this time last year. Yeah. So like we were never going to get Claudio. We were never going to get swerve, which is weird because Keith Lee came in a month earlier and he's DLC, but I digress. Jeff Hardy came in after swerve. He's in the game. Yeah, there's weird inconsistencies. Like, Swerve's actually got a song in the game. Also, like... Max Caster has music in the game, too. Yeah, there's an entrance video for Blackpool Combat Club, and you could choose audio for Blackpool Combat Club for Justin Roberts as a tag team. Yet, interestingly, there's there's no Jericho Appreciation Appreciation Society. Um, His stable in the game is in a circle. I thank God for that every day. Well, I'm just saying, because, like, the, the time frames, right? Yeah, but they 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 knew what was important. We don't need to we don't need to have both Jericho stables in this game. Which speaking of, thank fuck Jake Hager's not in this game. No, he's not in. But it's it's funny too because some of the mini games that you play, like you'll get like match game, like memory and stuff like that. And there's and people that aren't in the actual game. Yeah, yeah. There's tons. There's like Butcher and the Blade. There's Santana and Ortiz. I think Hager's in there too. Like Brody yep. King was in one of them. I saw Danhausen's in one of them, but he's actually yeah. he's DLC. So um, it's, it's it's odd to see all these faces that aren't in the actual game, at least for now, anyway. Yeah, Nick Sobic implied that like if the game's supported and people are vocal about what they want, we can. He more or less said they want to turn this into like an actual series. So if if you want more of this. The, the obvious thing to do. It's like Fire Pro, right? Mm. Everybody was like, I hope we get a sequel to Fire Pro World. What's well, gonna happen if you don't fucking buy the game? Don't don't be a Phil parent. I love you, Phil. You're not gonna hear this. I love you, brother. But he was telling people to buy like 10 copies of the game, and I was like, Phil, I work at a grocery store making just above minimum wage. I can barely <laughs> afford my copy of this game. Yeah. But, um... um... I hope to see multiple seasons of DLC because I, I like the six wrestlers that we're getting, but also I want Claudio. I want Yuta. I want Swerve. I want Tony Storm. I want Willow. I want Okada. I want, New I want Naito. I would like New Japan guys. I would like Legends as well. Yeah, I, I, I want Jake Roberts in the game. I want Jake yeah. the fucking snake in the game. How do you think would that work? Because, cause like, 
you know, we've talked about it before, but like WWE attires and stuff like that. I mean, like, just put Jake in black fucking tights. I mean, the weird thing is, like, so we've heard that they, they, well, specifically Jazzwares, like, won't do, like, WWE attires and stuff. But on AEW shop, they've got a Surface Sting t-shirt. So it's like, well, what's the, what? And, and, and the crazy thing the about that is, that's, like, OSFTM factory error Sting. Because he's, like, black on that shirt. Like, that one Jimmy Hart figure that's worth a shit ton of money that I wish that I had because it's a cool figure. Yeah, so I don't know specifically what Can the you restrictions imagine? are. Can you imagine how much power you would wield if you had the Sting shirt and the Jimmy Hart figure like at the same time? You would be a god. Yeah, you you would ascend to a level mere mortals can't comprehend. I think <laughs> that Jimmy Hart figure is worth like a couple of grand apparently because there's like well, there's believed to be like less than a thousand of them. I think the number I heard one time was like there, there's like 150 to 200 of them. So Jeez. I was not lucky enough to find one, and if I was. The thing would have been beat to hell anyway, because that Jimmy Hart figure was taking bumps in my figure fit. But back to this game. Is there anything we haven't talked about yet? Well, we talked about creation. We didn't talk about creating an arena. Um, oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. That also is incredibly limited. Um, yeah. So we both saw the the in the shop that they had the corner pads. We saw this in the video. I think it was Macho yep. T's video. The, the New yep. Japan style corner pods, and I was like, oh shit, you can create a New Japan ring. Um, well, you can't really create it accurately because there's um, white, red, and blue corner pods, just like there would be for New Japan, but they all have to be the same color in the game, which I don't get at all. So you can only have blue corner yeah. pads, red corner pods, or white. You can't mix and match. Um, also in that video, or uh, no, it was the leaked achievements. There was a picture of an AEW Games ring, and it had um, a yellow border. So I was thinking, okay, so you'll be able to remove the AEW Games logo, change the outside border to white, and then the mat is blue, and then you'd have an old uh, New Japan ring. Yeah, that's um, what you thought, buddy. Yeah, so you've only got like default mats to choose from. There's no New Japan style ring. You can't change colors at all. There's they the do AW. have the 80s and early 90s All Japan split canvas, which is great, but why do you not have a Titan driver in the game? Again, like the choices are very odd when it comes to creation. Like, yeah, it's cool that you got that All Japan ring. You can't have why the Why do we need the mini games, bro? I don't know. You, you can't have the proper turnbuckles because the turnbuckles have to be all the same color, so you can't have blue, white, and red. I um, mean, I guess if you wanted to make a concession, just do them all white. But, yeah, like, it's so it's strange. like 2023, right? Like, we're talking about Ukes, the people that like innovated, like create a uh, create a wrestling, create an arena, and that was always an option in the well, at least in the newer games, to, right. to change turnbuckle colors. To not have that, and it was in, in Fire Pro in 05, too. Yeah, exactly as well. But to to not to have that option is so strange and so limiting. Um, and again, there's like things like you've got like a pure like white colored ring. But the white ring has like a yellow border on it. It doesn't make any sense. Like I don't know any ring that's like that, right? It's the choices. Oh, you, no, you know what it is? Range. Noah. Noah. Oh. When they had the gold border on the ring. Okay. That makes sense, I suppose. But even yeah, then, it would be like, a lot more obvious if it was green. They have the green you, mat in for Noah, but they do, and I'm they not have not like a, the tiger driver thing again. Like a, a dark blue. The, 
the only arena that you can create that's like almost perfect is Ring of Honor early um what like two thousand and five, two thousand six, yeah. Yeah. Where you have the um the red board on a black mat and then you can have the all red turnbuckles and there's even a stage that you can unlock that's like an old school ROH. Yeah. I hope we get more stuff um, added in and updates for this. The Create Arena was really disappointing. I should have probably noted that earlier. Again, you you had the money, the time, and the resources spent on mini games when you could have fleshed this out. I also understand yeah. this game didn't have like a gigantic budget either, but that's all the more reason to like not do the mini game. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Where this idea came from? Well, I mean, we we talked about already to get like non wrestling fans, but like, it just feels like a waste of time to be honest. Like, I, I don't. Kenny Omega had the idea, and like, I like Kenny as a wrestler. I'm thankful we got this game, but like, man, you read the room wrong on these mini games, bro. And if his if his like inspiration came from like fighting games, like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, like, let me the beat the shit out of a car with Wardlow. Fuck it. Let that be the minigame. Yeah, and the minigames in, in those games, they sort of add to the experience, and then here they don't really add much to it at all, you know? Yeah, they're so disconnected from, like, the actual main game that they I can't ever see a situation where you would have somebody play them. Mm. Like, yeah. And those, again, it circles back. Those are like the two big complaints is the fucking, the mini games and the create mode. Everything else about this game's good, would, would you say? That's fair to say? Uh, for the most part, I, I still have a, an issue with multi-person matches as, I, as we talked about how hard the Casino Battle Royal is. Yeah. I mean, I've had multiple, multiple Fatal 4-ways where I've been kicking ass the whole match. And then, so uh, naturally in the Fatal 4-Way, it splits between two versus two, right? Or one versus one, one versus one on the other side. Um, yep. Not in this game, so though. He, so I'm, like, kicking ass, and, like, all of a sudden, one of the other two people will get a signature. They'll hit me with a signature. They'll hit me with a finisher. And you really have to beat the shit out of the bush, buttons to, ma- to uh, mash yeah. out. But I can't, because now I've got no health, and there's no one breaking up the pin because they're already hurt. And then I lose. And it just feels like bullshit a lot of the time. And it, tag team matches oh. as well, I, I, in general, I don't think are very fun. Um, there's some innovative stuff with, with like tag moves, like when you do springboards off the rope when your opponent, when your partner's like holding your opponent. Um, but, you know, it's pretty much your standard tag match in a wrestling game. The only way you're yeah. really going to win is if you knock the illegal opponent off the apron and then go for the pin because no one's going to break it up. Yeah, I I guess I didn't bring the tag match stuff up because that's like, that's tag matches in every wrestling game. That's why mm-hmm. I don't play a lot of tag matches unless I have to. Uh, I have to tell the story about Red Dooley. I was in the main event of Double or Nothing after I fought Shadow Cody. I would say Cody Rhodes' name backwards, but I don't think that I could. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you fight Noob Saibot in the fucking, in the chamber of your mind. And it's basically your character overcoming their self-doubt before they headline the biggest show of the year for the world title. Um, some characters in the game have an ability where if you're on the mat and you tilt the analog, the right analog stick up, you'll kind of like pull, you'll like, the best way I can describe it is you go into the animation where like somebody's waiting for their opponents to go into their guard. 
For some yeah. characters, you'll immediately just pop up and punch them in the dick. For others, you have what I like to call the fuck you roll up, because every time it happened to me before I figured out how to cheese this, uh, it was basically the end for me. I, I got Moxley with the fuck you roll up after he had taken no damage from anybody in the match, and I beat him. So I, I won the world title with Cody Rhodes at Double or Nothing in story mode, and I was, I was so happy about that. <laughs> um, the the four-way matches point's valid, and it does remind me a lot of, like, no mercy and here comes the pain where like it, it does seem like the ai hones in on you when you have a uh, when they have a finisher or when you taunt yeah. to get a finisher it turns into a fucking gangbang you're fucked you're not getting that finisher out that's not happening my advice no. would be to just whip everybody out of the ring except the motherfucker you want to hit if you've got a finisher because they will they will stomp the shit out of you until you don't have a finisher and then they'll go back to fighting each other i've, I've noticed which that happens in other games. It's it's a little bit more annoying here because like there have been times where like I'll have a couple of people on the mat and I'll taunt and then every because like uh, finisher taunts in this game are basically wake up taunts from the two K games, which I appreciate. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. when all three guys get up and two of them just go into fuck you mode, that's not fun. That in fact hurts a lot. It's not easy to come back from. Um, yeah, it's a, a pain in the ass. Um, the other thing we haven't really talked about is a lot of matches, but I mean, it's you're kind of your standard lot of match for a wrestling game. Yeah, you you just climb the ladder, you get to the top, you press R two, and then you mash the button that's designed. Um, it, it even I would say even on like multiple man matches, for the most part, that's not very difficult as long as everyone is distracted. You're good to go. But if they do notice yeah. you, then you, you're kind of fucked. But um, that's that. Um, out of everything out in the game, fun. this felt like the most direct homage to No Mercy because it's literally just the No Mercy ladder match. Yeah, pretty much. Lights Out is a lot of fun. I I beat the shit out of Jungle Boy with no no. Uh, I played Jungle Boy, uh, Brian Cage, False County Anywhere. I played Hangman versus Moxley, and I beat the fuck out of Hangman with like three different skateboards. So Lights Out's like confirmed. That's good shit. Um, I, um, I saw some speculation. As to whether thumbtacks were still in the game, because they're not like selectable as a weapon, and I, I don't think there had been any footage that it leaked. Um, but yeah, they are, because that happened to me in a match the other day. Malachi Black uh, pulled them out, and that was gnarly. It was it was damn cool in the match itself. Okay, I also have to note this since we're talking about weapons. I um, so I went into the profile thing, and it's like it gives you like the ability to customize a weapon, and I thought that was just for like your badge online. So I made it Yuka Sakazaki with like some like weird background. And when I played the match, the next like lights out match, the trash cans and chairs and everything had Yuka Sakazaki on them. Oh really? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the menu you've got to press triangle to get to. Yeah, I didn't know what it was for. Because it's like I was like just am I just choosing a weapon for like my my what do you call it? Like a profile tag or whatever it is? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But no, it's yeah. like you can just have Yuka Sakazaki on a chair that you beat the shit out of somebody with. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Oh, also, um, some weapons, if you hit your opponent with them, uh, like the trash can and the tire, uh, if you break a chair over somebody's head, they'll invert your opponent's like movement controls. And, and like any eye poke in the game does that too. Because like MJF has like the, the like step in and thumb somebody in the eye gimmick, and so do the Young Bucks for some reason. And, uh, I mean, they've done it, but still. Um, 
it's very frustrating to get hit by that, especially when you have a finisher. Yeah, it's, when it's nice, your shit's inverted. It's a nice detail. Um, it is frustrating, but it it works in the match itself. The context. Um, some people yeah, it's also a unique have, like, way to make those like actually like effective. Some people can attack you before the bell rings, and you can counter is, it too. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, but everyone, you can um, attack after the match too, which I don't know if that was announced or not, but it's maybe something I forgot. I think somebody noticed that on one of the All Elite Arcade streams. Yeah, it's, it's a take control, and, it. and you just beat the shit out of them while the bell rings a bunch. Yeah, it's one of those things from the WWE games I didn't necessarily need, but it's cool to, me, to have it. It's more like um, All-Star, because they keep ringing the bell like repeatedly to try mm. to get you to stop it. And you also have like an automatic finisher, too, I noticed. Isn't that how 2K is, though? Like, when you do know, the post-match breakout? I I never even did it in that game. I don't know. Probably. Because I feel like that ends after you hit your finisher on the other the other wrestler. I um, okay. Also, it needs to be noted, you can pull weapons out of the crowd in this game. Yes. It's not just under the ring. You can pull them out of the crowd, which I think somebody had said you could only get them from under the ring. But I saw, I think it was the guy from France who got the game early said you can grab weapons out of the crowd. Or it might have... No, you know what it was? It was one of the uh, tutorial pop-ups that said you could get it. And I was like, oh, fuck me. So you, you can... So that's another thing that's kind of directly from the Aki games. And they also um, do the, like, the shoulder shrug, too, if there's no weapon that you pull out, like in the Aki games. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's neat. Um, the Falls Count Anywhere is just Falls Count Anywhere. It's nothing really special. We should also note that, like, barbed wire matches singles only. Also, you get a really cool, like, replay effect if you knock somebody into the barbed wire. Uh, if you do moves near the barbed wire, it'll kind of, like, it'll kind of, like, snap crackle. But you can hit people and send them into the barbed wire, and you'll get, like, the big boy, like, the whole thing kind of goes boom. Yeah, it looks great. And you'll get replays of it. Yeah, the, the barbed wire match is so much fun. I saw the, the guy from Reddit was like, oh, the novelty wears off fast. I've played like 15 of those fucking things. I love them. I love yeah, it. It's, it. It's so... I think it, satisfying is the word I want to use. Yeah, and also there's like um, corner barbed wire like boards too, and you can destroy those, and then once you destroy them, you can go to the top rope. Yep, because the Sammy Guevara clip from Double or Nothing Weekend showed that. Yeah. Um, I did wish there was like an option to add weapons to the barbed wire Me match. Me too. That yeah. would fun. Yeah, because that's, that's in Fire Pro. And also, yeah. well, technically they didn't start with weapons in the ring on that, but like, they ended up with a trash can of weapons in the ring by the end of that thing in yeah, AEW. So. That was also an option in the, the Simple Series 2. You know, the first the first Dukes game that had uh, electrified Bob Wire. Interesting. I don't know if that would take too much to patch in, but I really wish they would patch it in. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, yeah. So I think we've talked about pretty much all the game modes, but the one thing that I haven't seen, and we know there was mention of it when Negative One pressed um, start during one of the oh, streams. Oh, Stadium was... Stampede. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so for anybody wondering about that, and I'm sure, I'm sure if we don't address this, and even if we do, 
So people are going to see that we put the episode out and I'm going to get a DM about it. I have no idea what that's about. Maybe it's something that's in the, cause someone, I think it was the PlayStation size game size pointed out the PS4 versions, like 30 something gigs. And it's a different version number than the PS5 version, which the two of us have. So the PS4 version preloads with the day one patch. We have no idea if the PS5 version is going to have a day one patch. And if so, what that entails. Um, I I read today that there was one that went up on Xbox. Um, okay. someone said there was a there was a day one patch available, but but I was just playing it on PS5 and there was nothing for us. Yeah, so we'll we'll probably find out. I'll probably find out on Wednesday. So, like in closing, this is not an all time great game. Somebody's going to point out where I said that I thought this game was going to play better than Fire for a World. And I'll still die on this hill. The gameplay's closer to what I want than Fire Pro, but also I'd rather sim Fire Pro, if I'm being honest. Because mm-hmm. um, it's just, I, I like simming Fire Pro more than I like playing it on a lot of days. Because I don't like when the AI just goes into fuck you mode in Fire Pro. Because yeah. it, it does. Um, the gameplay's very fast, hard hitting, very satisfying to play. The two big points that we hammered are like two really big points that I think stop this game from being a classic. But you can always, always, always patch more stuff into create mode. Always. Yeah. You can and, and that's an, an important thing, right? Like we'll have to see how the game develops over the, the coming months to see exactly what yeah. they, they add. You can't say, like, we'll continue to support the game if people buy it. You need to have a roadmap after these first couple of DLC packs, and it needs to include expanded uh, Create a Wrestler and Create an Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Like, absolutely, you need that. Um, there's nothing really you could do to the mini games. They kind of are what they are. And I don't think the mini game, if it were for the potential effect, and somebody, somebody is going to be like, well, how do you know the budget from the minigames could have went to creator wrestler mode? Because they could have decided for that to happen. Um, mm-hmm. The minigames by and of themselves don't hurt the overall package, but because they potentially took budget and resources away from, quite frankly, more important aspects of the game, they end up hurting the overall package. And I said it before we started recording, this is like a solid 7.5 out of 10. If that's, they if they can expand create mode, that score goes up. Because that's where it, like, I was with it too. Um, Seven point five, maybe leaning a bit towards eight, but not fully there. Yeah. If that makes sense. If if they expand this game's create a wrestler mode, this game goes up like a full point for yeah. me. Like, and if they if they can fix create an arena, it goes up to like a nine. Like, there's like what they have as a foundation is insanely solid. Which go figure, it's fucking used. I said this, I think I said this to you. I might have also dreamt that I said this to you. But if they make a sequel to this game with the foundation they have and they just expand everything that needs to be expanded on, it's going to be an all-timer. Like, we're we're like a couple of, like, honestly pretty small steps away from this being an all-timer by itself. But we need to create shit expanded. It is... If you view it, I mean, this could be their World Tour, right? Like, it is yeah. a starting point. Obviously, there's more features than World Tour had back in the day, but it feels like the starting point of something that could be, you know, could be great. 
Um, we'll just see yeah. what they go from here. Also, I will say this. So playing this game has really made me curious as to see how Ultra Pro will end up. Because mm, yeah. there, there are people who look at this game, and, and I, you know, I made the comparison before to Def Jam. Um, yep. But there's going to be people that are so frustrated that this isn't like a one-to-one Aki, right? Like they want things to be a specific way, and they're not getting that. Um, also, there's only one Aki, despite what everyone says, and uh, we're going to make an Aki style game. There's only one Aki, so yeah, I'm I'm very curious about Ultra Pro, who was you know from what we've seen in the footage, is doing these moves that are very much like Aki moves, like almost one to one, but then they're going to be adding these moves that are their own animations. Even if they want them to look like Aki, they know that there might be things that they're going to do different. So I'm very curious to see how people are going to respond to that game. Yeah, I also think we need to be real about what this game is versus what I think some people are trying to slam it for. Not This is not a simulation game. This is also not a big budget game like 2K. No. From the jump, they said this was going to be a game evocative of the old wrestling games from 20, 25 years ago. And, I mean, you you grew up playing those games just like I did. There were a lot of times playing this game where I got some of the same feelings I had as a kid because there's a lot of shit in this game that's just like, hey, remember this? Yeah. And you'll, you'll kind of feel that. And also, with the game's roster being locked in the time period it is, it reminded me so much of the really hot period of AEW from two years ago, and that kind of like gave me like a warm feeling inside. Yeah, that also might have been the stomach bug I'm dealing with for a few days too. <laughs> no, it was. It's almost. It's weird to see it because AEW is only a few years in, but it's like a a, a bit of a nostalgia trip. It's like, oh, yeah. remember when when the, the, everyone was like this and like this and yeah. Remember when the Observer wasn't fucking being used as like a smear campaign on one person? <laughs> um. But that's like the my biggest takeaway from this beyond just the fact I, I do love this game. Despite saying seven, seven out of ten, I love this game. I'm gonna pour a stupid amount of hours into this game. My biggest takeaway from it is I liked the way this game not so much felt as a game, like playing it feels fun. I liked how this game made me feel, because I for a brief moment, and I'll take any of these that I can get at this point in my life. For a brief moment, I was like that 12-year-old kid playing Here Comes the Pain the day it came out. I was the, you know, the nine-year-old kid borrowing my cousins in 64 and getting my hands on Revenge for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was that, not that it plays anything like this, but I, I kind of had some of the same feelings like I played KOC the first time. Like, oh, this is so fucking cool because it's different. Exactly, yeah. And that's it's something, I it's something you, which for us, the games, it's so rare these days, right? Yeah, and it's something new that feels super familiar. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I I recommend this game. Don't don't let like a numerical score uh like dissuade you. If you want a re- if you're tired of what 2K is offering and you want a wrestling game that's different, this is it. Oh um, yeah. Cuz it's the polar opposite. If it'll, if you grew up with the same games we did, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably did. This game's going to feel enough like several of those games to where you, you'll probably get a little, a little warm feeling inside. I hope you're not dealing with the stomach virus either, because <laughs> at that point I would be convinced we're all linked. But um, 
it's like to an extent i think i said this on one of the previous shows like some of the content that was in 2k22 like they brought back gm mode ray was central to the fucking uh to the theme of the game and there was you know, like some stuff from like 05, 06. And it kind of reminded me of the times I had playing like SVR 06 and 07 with one of my uh, friends from junior high. But that feeling faded really, like that feeling faded like two days after launch. We've had this game for like three days now, the two of us. That feeling hasn't faded yet. Like I turn it on and I, the, the start menu or the start screen music's the dynamite theme, by the way, the old one. And like, I, I played the game a little bit this morning when I woke up and it was like the second I saw the start screen, it was like that feeling of loading up here comes the pain and hearing like that sweet O three era SmackDown theme again. Like it really Nostalgia's a hell of a thing, man. It really it really is. But yeah. I think this game this game stands on its own. Like it accomplished its fucking goal. It does feel like a modern version of a lot of those old games. It's not a one to one of any of them. No, but, but there's, there's enough there, and it's at the end of the day, it, like what I can see most follow is that it's fun. Um, once you get your yeah. hands on it and you get a few matches in, you're just like, oh, okay, like yeah, there's fun to be had. Yeah, I, I, that's sort of the easiest way to put it is that you know I'm still playing it. I'm not bored of it. Um, I do worry about like with the lack of content, you know, how much longer like I can go. Um, if they don't add more things, because I've done pretty much everything I can in the game right now, except for unlock yeah. those stories, which I don't know how to unlock. Um, I haven't tried online. I don't know if online's even up yet. With it being, the- I, I haven't, I haven't tried either. I'm really curious to kind of get somebody to play this game. I, w- I want to know what this game feels like against another human. I would try, but the internet is so bad at my place <laughs> right now that I, I just, I probably Dog, wouldn't even I've- be able to. I've played online games with people a town over from me, and I've had horrible lag. We could probably so do like a, a weekend before we record, actually, when I'm at my um, studio. I say studio, it's just an office of my parents. Uh, no, not I, my I apartment. We were, I, thought we were, I thought we were doing the Cole Cabana bit, I'm sorry. Oh, no, oh God, okay. I hope Phil doesn't hear this. Yeah, if, if anyone notices, actually, there's a difference in like audio or anything today, it's because I am recording at my apartment today for the first time, so we'll see how it goes. You know what I'll say, though? The connection, once we started recording, has been, like, really, really good on my end. Oh, I haven't Jesus had to ask Christ. you to, like, repeat anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really weird, because, like, there's a couple of those episodes where, like, I'll miss a word or two, but I know what you're saying, so I know, like, how to continue the conversation. <laughs> and that's I don't strange. have to feel like in... I don't have to feel like an idiot and be like, man, can you, can you repeat that? <laughs> like, we haven't had to do that so much today. Um, but yeah, th- this game this game rocks. Um, hopefully we get more than one season of DLC. Hopefully people buy it, and hopefully people like pound into the AEW Games account's brain that we want New Japan DLC. Nick oh, Sobis so more or less implied that like everybody they have agreements with could end up in the game. So like... Give, give me, give me triple A, give me Psycho Clown. Yeah, yeah. Give no, me El Hijo del Vikingo too, because I, I want to see how you make that motherfucker work in this game or a video game in general. It well, it's interesting because I feel like the closest thing would be like Ray Phoenix, and I haven't really, really even dove into like Phoenix. I saw a video of him and Penta, and people were doing some really cool shit. So I want to get was, into Phoenix more. I was linking people to that video 
who were like diehard 2K fans and just going, hey, tell me, tell me that game looks better than this. Yeah. And like two of them were like, no, I can't lie. That looks awesome. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, the, this guy's uploading. This guy, they, they took his videos down and it's like, this guy's doing a better job of marketing this game. Yeah, him and like New Legacy have done the tremendous stuff for this game. Yeah, I. that's my hope is people see... Like, yeah, the art style is not ideal if you want, like, photorealism or whatever, but the animations all have impact. Like, that Avalanche Drill Claw is fucking insane. The Avalanche One-Winged Angel looks incredible. Do you notice the One-Winged Angel, both of them are smoother than they were at Gamescom? Uh, no, not really, but I don't doubt it. They're not as, like, the ones that, um, because we talked about this, the ones at Gamescom are, like, super fast, and they're not now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like there's, you know, you know, it's not as jerky. I'll say this too. So you were talking about smooth, like the whole game, and I, I guess this is the power of Unreal or whatever. I, I don't know specifics, but the whole game is very smooth. Like the load times are fast. Like it, yeah. you're going from from screen to screen. You go in and you're straight away you're into the action. Um, to make the comparison to two K twenty three, like that game can crash on me at any time, and it feels like it will. Um, but this game, everything is just super smooth, and you're you're going back and forth between things at a very quick pace. So I was very yeah. happy with that. I didn't notice any frame rate dips with this game at all. No, like I didn't match. notice anything. I also saw somebody streaming the Switch version, and they played the exploding barbed wire match. And I gotta say, I was super impressed. The Switch did not like grind to a halt when the thing went boom. <laughs> it was very, very like it looked. It, it probably honestly is running 30 FPS, which that kind of yeah. sucks, but it's a Switch. And honestly, if this game is running 30 FPS, it's immediately the most playable wrestling game on that system. You got to take what you can get. Yes, yeah, which um, isn't going to be the best option for for anyone unless it's the only console that you have. And then, you know. Yeah. I don't know that there's anything else that I have to really say so much about this. Um, but it's it's great. I hope they put the Tiger Driver in. I hope I hope people don't lose their shit or the fact the Tiger Driver's not in because we got the ninety one, and that's it's cooler. A, such, a, such a weird omission. Um, it is though, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the Burning Hammer is in, and it's like nasty. It's like a straight head drop. They've got. Um, I think I told you this, but like, they had a. There's a lot of entrances in the game, and they have like Kawada where you know he does his, his stretching. Yeah. Which was cool, and then there's like, I'm sure there's more Japanese ones I didn't even recognize. They've got like Hunter Hearst Helmsley, like Blue Blood Triple H, and they've got so Ray's like stage taunt from 2K in the game. Yeah, they've got Ray, Cena, Roman Reigns, uh, as I said before, Shinsuke. Um, trying to think off the top of my head, there's like DX where they put the cross up. There's Shawn Michaels. Um, I think Stone Cold, maybe. Yeah. There's there's also things that you can do with the entrances like you can give them specific um, hand gestures and you can have effects too where like their hands are blurred out or there's like a, a blocky effect or a black and white and stuff like that huh so there's some, some interesting some interesting things you can do with entrances it's not as detailed as like you know adding a whole bunch of I mean you have pyro at the start on the ramp but because it's not a full entrance you can't have like pyro throughout the, you know, making the way to the ring or anything. But there's some fun stuff you can do. 
Yeah, I, I I like the entrance controls. They're very dumb. They're, they're so much fun to fuck around with. I actually wish you could skip entrances. I mean, you can if you just press start, but like if you could turn entrances off. Yeah, the, they, they the ultimately... Options. Oh, we should probably address this, because if we don't, uh, there will be somebody who asks. You cannot change. They, they are the 10-second entrances. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit happens. I'm not, like, and I I fear we're going to be called shills anyway, so I might as well be as upfront about this as I can. Not that I haven't already been on, like, every other fucking podcast we've done. I don't give a shit that these are 10-second entrances. If we had full entrances and the game sucked, I would be saying, cool, it's AEW2K. We have, like, short entrances and the game rocks. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with what they have delivered, and I think... I think a lot of people, especially ones who are kind of fed up with the current direction of the WWE games, I think if they enter this with an open mind, they will be very, very happy with what they get. Um, which, anecdotally, I watched uh, Collision's debut last week with a couple of friends who don't usually watch AEW, and their big takeaway at the end was like, oh, we should probably watch this more often. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, just watch the Saturday show, because that's... yeah. That's going to be the one <laughs> to watch. Um, but yeah, the game's good. And if you were if you were being honest with yourself, watching the footage, you'd already know it was good. God, that sounds really combative of me, and I don't care. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll do it for this edition of Critical, the history of pro wrestling video games. I was going to say something else, and fuck me if I can remember. <laughs> um, I. I guess next is Slam Master, right? Slam Masters, even. Hell oh, yeah. Uh, so that'll be that'll be a hoot and a half. That'll be coming at you at some point soon, probably, maybe. Um, but until then, we will see you all next time.